It's me, Roz. Um, I'm going to conclude my conversation with Seth Jarrett, creator of my favorite TV show of all time, Celebrity Ghost Stories. We've got more to get into on today's episode, and I can't wait for you to hear it. But first, I wanted to just, if you didn't hear this news story, you know me. The only time I cover current events is when it's, not the stuff that we all need to hear about. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's a story that I heard that is... It's a wild one. Okay, so apparently, just like last week, there were 28 girls in Colombia, school girls, that were hospitalized... After playing with a Ouija board at their school, they were fainting. They were hospitalized for anxiety. I believe I read a report of drool on some of them. Some of them were drooling. First of all, I don't know why these girls were playing a Ouija board at school, but... (laughs) It's just a it's just a story that 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 happened. I mean, it did happen. The girls they they went to the hospital after playing a Ouija board. Now I don't know if it's because obviously it would make one think that it's because they've they got possessed and they had to go to school. I don't know. It's one way to get out of school. You know, you gotta algebra tests that day pull out the Ouija board um I'm not sure the exact um reason for why but the parents are mad (laughs) I don't know so then I was just like doing more you know me with my research (laughs) and I found this article that is from November of 2022. And it says that 11 children in a different part of Colombia collapsed at their school after playing the Ouija board. They were aged 13 to 17, and they just they passed out in the hallway. And they were vomiting, they had abdominal pain, muscle spasms. It seems like, now I haven't found exact follow-up articles that had, you know, official diagnoses or anything. But this seems to be, it was, you know, highly suspected that it could have been food poisoning, something that they ate at school or 
They had shared germs. But it is weird that it happened right after they were playing the Ouija board. In these two scenarios. I'm keeping my eye on this story. I, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> it's just... I don't want to say it's a funny story. Because it's, you know, it's not. But it's like... What? 28. 28 girls. Anyway, let's get to this conversation. Um, Seth Jarrett, he's amazing. I heard so many nice messages from last week's part one. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen and then, you know, catch this one. I love you guys so much. And um, here we go. Part two with the creator of Celebrity Ghost Stories, Seth Jarrett. On with the show. I, you know, I'm, I'm curious because you said, um, you know, some people don't want to, you know, tell the story or tell the story more than once. I know that there are people who are af- afraid to tell their stories, not necessarily because they don't want to get emotional again, but because they really feel like they don't want to cross a line with spirits. Oh, and- I've had that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are some people that kind of, you know, my, the, the way I've always sort of thought about it, especially doing a lot of these kind of shows, because Celebrity Ghost Stories is only one of probably four or five paranormal shows we ended up doing. But I, I've always sort of thought about that thing like, you know, the more you poke the other side, the more, you know, eventually it's going to poke back. And I do think that people have that that feeling sometimes like they can talk about it. You could get right up to a line, but there is a line that you could cross where you might just be, you know, mixing it up a little too much. Well, I don't know. I can tell you from my experience that the more I poke fun at it or have, have fun with it, talk about it. um, The less ghosts want anything to do with me. That's, (laughs) this has just been my experience, but Maybe what, but you did kind of scare me when you said eventually it'll catch up to you because not, <laughs> it might be but, a day. But not you. I'm just saying that, you know, <laughs> I don't mean you. I'm um, looking at the Wikipedia. Oh my God. I'm just remembering <laughs> the season one, episode three, Carrie Fisher, rest in peace. Rue McClanahan, rest in peace. John Waters. John Waters. I'm a huge John Waters yeah. fan. My entire bathroom is divine and John Waters themed. <laughs> um, what was it he like was talking great. to John Waters about? Um, I want to say it was his uh, summer camp as a child. Of course, I knew that. Yes, of course. And that's and, you know, he's one of those people. I mean, he just you know, he's a cl- he's a storyteller. Right. So. He's not one of the people that comes in uncomfortable. He comes in, he sits down where, you know, he's like, where do I look? Let's get this going. And, <laughs> and he just like, it's, you know, it's, it's theater for, for him. And it's, and so that's like that magical mix, but like between the, a real story and someone who also just knows how to tell it. And, you know, I, I was a summer camp, like a sleepaway camp kid. And so for me, that was a super fun experience because of him 
and then also kind of just re, you know reliving some of my own you know like scary ghost story days and going into the woods and 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 all that stuff. So, but he he was great. I have I mean a very fond memory of 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 him and his story. And and he's one of those people that probably could have stayed eight hours because he was enjoying himself. We probably had <laughs> we probably had three or four other celebrities to interview that day, so we had to say goodbye to him. But 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 he was he was great, and that was also a really fun recreation to do with all those kids um i like i it was always fun shooting the kids especially on the recreations because you know it's just crazy and unpredictable and kids you know they what they say you know don't kids and animals kids and animals and so the kids you know they, they they're doing whatever the hell they want and we're giving them flashlights and it's at night and so they're running off in the woods we're trying to get a shot and all you know all that fun crazy stuff that that sort of stays in your memory but but he he was great we were so happy to have him so early on the series was there a celebrity like the one that got away oh oh (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there is um the only I'm sure there is, and I can't remember. I will tell you that my one of the casting people once rode an elevator with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and Keanu has stories. He's been public about his stories. And um, she got up the nerve to ask if he would be on the show. And um, he, she said he actually seemed fairly interested, but was like you know, in the edit for John Wick or something like, you know, something like a $200 million movie and just didn't have time at the moment to do the show. Cause we were literally like, if you want to come downstairs right now, we'll, we'll interview you. Oh, um, it was literally like at the building where you guys did the interviews. Yes. It was in the building <sighs> where the studio was. I had a moment like this with Chris Pine a couple of months ago. Oh my God. <laughs> I did a little thing with Chris Pine and Somebody had mentioned his ghost story, like somebody that had a mutual ghost story with him from a shoot that they did together, told it on my show. And then when I was working with him, it came up and then he started telling his amazing ghost story. And I was just like, oh, I want to ask so bad. I ended up not. I chickened out. But I'm like, God, he's so busy. He's so like, how would I even coordinate that? Is he going to be like, here's my phone number? Like, I doubt it. But <sighs> I, I do think at one point there there had been some interest expressed from Demi Lovato. Cool. Which would have been very cool. It just didn't work out i'm sure she's very busy um, well now she does she now has she's her doing paranormal yeah right yeah i know and then and then kesha ended up doing a whole paranormal series after uh-huh. she she had done celebrity ghost stories but also the haunting of which was our spinoff yes. of celebrity With kim ghost russo stories. okay how did that start yeah so it is actually of a, a, a fun story so i think in season two we had the chance to interview Loretta Lynn, who sadly just passed away. Mm-hmm. 
We had a chance to do, to do interview her, but you know the show has always been in a studio, right? People come to a studio. We either do it in New York or LA, and they sit down for a couple hours, and and you know we try to make it as super easy on them as possible. But Loretta Lynn didn't want to leave. Um, I can't remember the name of her the compound in Tennessee. It's like this famous, you know, the Loretta Lynn House. Um, where all these things have happened and actually is famously haunted. And it also has, I think, an amusement park and a racetrack on her property. And so she said, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to come to New York right now, but if you guys come to my house in Tennessee, then we can do the interview there. Icon, I didn't, diva. I love it. That is such a, an amazing move. Yeah. Like, you guys could come over here. I'm not going yeah. over there. And it, at first, of course, we were like, well, I don't think we have the money to go down. <laughs> this is We don't have a big budget for this show. But then someone on the staff, and I had no idea, someone on the staff had said, you know, her house is haunted. Like, she has a famous haunted estate. Um, so then we went to a &E, we went to the network, and we said, hey, since we're going down there to do this interview, why don't we turn this into a special Let's do a whole hour on Loretta Lynn and see how it goes. And then the network said to us, you know, we have this psychic medium named Kim Russo who has been working on a show that we do called Psychic Kids. And she's so good and the audience loves her. What if you sent her down with you and you guys toured the property and Kim could, could read the property and see what she gets and then read Loretta and we can kind of turn her normal everyday ghost story into something bigger. And so that's what we did. We went down, we brought Kim. We had never worked with her before. It was the first time we worked with her. And we turned it into a special, which was an episode, I think season two, maybe beginning of season three. It was a celebrity ghost stories special. And then that did so well that the network said, why don't we do a whole series with Kim where she's taking celebrities back to the original, you know, location of their haunting. And, and she tries to figure out, you know, what it was, who it was, why it happened, how to finally get the spirits to stop haunting them, whatever the particular story is. And we ended up doing close to 100 episodes of The Haunting Of with oh, wow. a lot of people from Celebrity Ghost Stories, but then a lot of new people. Uh, who, uh, who wanted to be on the show because they really respected Kim. She's She seems good. I mean, I've, I've never met her, but did, did she ever give you a reading or pick up on anything? She did not. She has read my wife um, a bunch. She's read everyone on the staff, everyone at A&E Networks. <laughs> not I think, you. You know, I, I always try to come to the shows that we did um, – What's the way, you know, as a as a healthy skeptic. And I always found that that helped me producing the shows and interviewing people because the goal is to is to ask them questions and to produce them in a way that gives the right explanation to the audience as to what's happening. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think if you believe too deeply in the work Sometimes you kind of you forget those, you know, sort of some like 
in a way, some of the obvious things. And because you don't know if you don't know if the audience, if someone's watching it, is a full on believer, is a total skeptic, is somewhere in the middle. And so we just Kim and I developed and we work really well together. But I think we just developed this like very professional, like, let's go in and let's focus on the celebrity. I mean, there are many times where I I kind of secretly wanted her to look at me and say, your grandfather's here. And this, <laughs> this is what he has to say. But she she didn't. I think we just we kind of set that early. Um, but everyone else she read um, very often she would read um, crew members, you know, without it being planned. I mean, it just sort of, ha- you know, it, it happened. And sometimes that would make its way onto camera. Um, but I worked with a lot of psychic mediums and Kim is the real deal. I've seen her do readings where even the biggest skeptic would say, that's not possible. I, mm-hmm. I don't How could she possibly know that? And that was fun. You know, that it was fun to be around someone that was constantly, constantly surprising everyone around her. Yeah. And I think that when you're a public figure or celebrity and you get read by um, by psychics, of course, there's the obvious things that you can Google. But when a psychic can tell you about a childhood friend that they would never have known from oh. any Google or book or biography, whatever. That's when it's like, damn, she's good. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of celebrities came, came to the show, came to that show as huge skeptics and like really looking to trip her up. Uh huh. And I don't, I think by the end of every episode, the celebrities were convinced um, and I saw people in the course of just a couple hours go from the biggest skeptics to like kneeling at her feet saying, just <laughs> tell me how to live my life because you know everything. Um, that, that's what it felt like. It was sometimes really fascinating to see. What was it like when SNL did a parody of your show? Now, SNL, okay, so... That parody was after was one week after the pilot. Oh, a lot of people, okay. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people assume that it was you know after the show had been on for years, and so it was one week after the pilot. And I remember that night so vividly because we had just finished the show. I think we literally finished editing the the pilot like you know three days before it aired. It was just one of those like crash and burn, just get it on, you know, on the air. And then it aired. <clears throat> and then the next week I'm home and we have SNL on, but we're not watching it. I'm just sort of walking around. I'm in my kitchen. I, I don't remember exactly. And I hear the the opening, you know, sort of words, the opening, the theme song of Celebrity Ghost Stories, I hear it. But I look over, but it's channel four. And I I know it's I'm not on the channel that the that our show is on. And I start like literally I'm yelling upstairs to my wife, like, I don't understand. NBC is playing celebrity ghost stories. What's what's going on? What's going on? And then Drew Barrymore pops up. She and was Sharon the host. Osborne. Yeah. And it literally was one of those like mind, you know, 
I just didn't know what was happening. And it took me a couple of minutes to understand that Saturday Night Live, like this show that literally I grew up with, everybody grew up with, was doing a spoof about a show that we just created. And then, of course, all the phone calls start coming in. Like my, pa- <laughs> my parents and my friend and my mother-in-law, like everyone's calling and saying, are you watching Celebrity Ghost Stories on SNL? And that was that was one of the more surreal moments. That's so cool. It was it was <laughs> it was very cool. I think the really, really weird part about the whole thing, no one knows this. And Roz, I'm gonna tell you the first, well, besides the crew. So in the beginning of the show, there's a voice when the tape recorder is playing. And the, the one that goes, Celebrity Ghost Stories. Yeah, so that's me. That's you? Yeah. Okay. So I got, I'll is... try I'll try to I'll try to recreate it right now. Now, obviously, like heavily affected and the editor took my voice like four times and everything. But all right, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to recreate it. Okay, wait, let me see. Celebrity ghost stories. Stop it! Was that good? Did I get close? Oh my god. <laughs> this is the most iconic episode I've ever had, ever. <laughs> this is so, insane. So not only was I watching our show be spoofed on SNL, but I heard my voice on SNL. So that was wow. that was um that was a fun moment. Well, I feel like the question that everyone wants to know is any chance of that format, the original format, ever coming back? <laughs> we are ooh, in ooh. talks. <gasps> I, I, Sorry, I, I can't. I almost I can't, just died. I can't. Okay. Pro- I can't so, promise, but I have. I think made a very good uh, sales pitch. Um, to the powers that be, that the show mm-hmm. has been off long enough that there are now so many people who want to be on the show, like huge guests potentially, and the timing is right. It also feels like one of those things like someone else is going to bring back the show and it should be us, right? Because of course. We, because we did it first. I do have a yeah. I mean, obviously, I I love my my A and E network friends, and I do want them to do it. Although, when I have to say that now with like streaming, bringing back the show everywhere, like, wouldn't it be so cool if Hulu did like we did a version with Hulu, or we did a version with Disney Plus? So I'm I'm throwing I'm putting that out there in the universe that someone. Um, we should do the show again because people love the show. Oh my god! If you need anyone to like, I don't know, give uh, do give. Oh, them I'm gonna food, get you in the pitch meetings. Give me, yeah, yeah. I'll do anything. I'll do anything to to say that I could just had something to do with celebrity ghost stories. <laughs> so I appreciate that because right now it's where is it? Disney Plus, Hulu, Amazon, YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'm sure other places, but that's, yeah, just, um, they just, uh, launched it on Disney plus, which I thought was so weird in the beginning, but, um, and only seasons five and six, I don't know what, what, you know, what like contractual deals were made behind this, the scenes, um, to, 
you know, because the networks do all that, all that fun business stuff. Um, But I think you can see most of the episodes on Hulu. I think they're still on Amazon. Um, I think, you know, uh, on A&E or or actually like Lifetime or LMN on their YouTube page, you could you could watch it. So there's a lot of places to to still watch it. Have you had experiences of your own? <laughs> I I ha- I had one experience. I I can't say it's the greatest, you know, like this is the thing that that convinced me. But it was spooky. So we were doing it was um season 2, we were doing the recreation for the Marilyn Manson story. Yep, I remember. And so part of the story is that, you know, it takes place when he's in high school and he, um, you know, is starting to get into weird stuff and satanic reading and all this stuff. And so we were recreating this satanic setup, satanic ritual in a in a barn. I don't think it was his, I think like his brother was doing all this weird, crazy satanic stuff and it was, you know, the pentagrams and smeared blood. I mean, none of it's real, of course. It was just a recreation and a fake pig hanging upside down, like just crazy stuff. And we're in this barn and it's really spooky. And, you know, we're getting ready for a shot. Everybody's setting things up in the art director and everything. And I was directing that recreation. And all of a sudden I felt a hand on my shoulder. And it was, but it was so real, you know, like I could feel five fingers literally on my shoulder. And it just felt like it was someone who was kind of grabbing me to, you know, gently turn me around to ask me a question or something. And I turned around and I mean, literally like the hand sort of turned me and there was no one for like 20 feet. Weird. I mean, mean, no one. And this is not like, like wind brushing across. Like it wasn't, it was a absolutely a physical hand. But when I turned and I turned quickly, there was no one. I mean, there was no one remotely close enough to have touched me in that moment. That really freaked me out. I think, you know, partly because we're, recreating a satanic ritual mm-hmm. um, in, in that moment, there were a lot of weird things. So I, I didn't have that many. I, there was a couple other times maybe like I felt like I saw something, but I wasn't 100% sure. But there were several um, crew members who had full-on paranormal experiences. It was always during filming of crazy recreations. Really? Um, Do you think that it was um, connected to the locations or is this uh, an example of talking about ghost stuff and then the ghosts are like, did someone say our name? We always seem to find out after the fact that we were filming in haunted locations. (laughs) Now we're like, we're picking locations, to be honest, just because we, you know, it's a good price, right? So you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Like we used to shoot a lot of stuff on Staten Islands and there's all these like abandoned buildings and old penitentiaries. And 
you know, old like naval schools that now no one lives in. So those were perfect for recreations and also you could get them kind of cheap. And so we would set up camp and shoot there for a few days or, or a week. And that's where a lot of people, a lot of people on the crew had experiences. And then of course, you know, you would, it was funny cause it's like right out of a ghost story, right out of one of our celebrity ghost stories. Like after the, the, the stuff happened, like the caretaker of the old penitentiary would say, oh yeah, we've had hundreds of reports of, uh, <laughs> you know, of three ghosts that liked, uh, you know, bite at people's ankles when they're walking through the basement. I mean, whatever, whatever it is. So that was always weird. And it was always like, were we drawn to those places? Are we going there? And because we're talking about ghosts, we're stirring things up. I, I don't, I don't know, but there were, there were a few, um, crew members who would work on a season and then not come back the next season. Okay, this is the next spinoff. Celebrity Ghost Stories Stories. Hi. And it's crew members doing... There's there's recreations of the recreations. It's very I meta. Like it. I like it. I All like right. it. You know what? We should add also... You know, now everybody's like talking about VR and uh. meta and like those... Oculus glasses, you know, all the, all that like virtual reality stuff. Now we, we should do celebrity ghost stories, stories behind the scenes, but in virtual reality. So okay. now, now you put on the goggles and you're, you're literally living the experience oh, that's of the haunted scary. crew members. This yeah, is too scary. So. That's why I was talking to Kyle, my producer, um, right before you came on the Zoom. We were talking about the show, and he had just started watching it. And he's like, it's scary like to watch alone at nighttime and to hear the whisper at nighttime. I can't tell you how many years I'd watched this show, because I watched it when it was originally on, and, <laughs> and I've seen it many times since. But I've had so many times where I'm like watching it and then I hear that damn whisper and we're getting into it. There's the sound design, all of it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I can't do this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so you're master of horror. Thank you. Seth you Jarrett. We had a great team. And like I said, it was a very small team, but that also benefited the show. You know, we had, you know, most of the credit for all of the scary came down to our director of photography who, you know, who shot so, I mean, hundreds of episodes. His name was Tim Smith. Um, we had an editor named Tim Dixon. I feel like I have to give them shout outs. Um, and he really, this editor, along with a couple others, a great editor named Kieran, but this guy, Tim Dixon was the master of sound design and creating, you know, all the little flashes and, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't, they see it, but they don't really know what they're seeing is that we also would take thousands and thousands of photographs during the recreations while we were filming. And so if you go back now, now you'll see it. It probably just felt like this spooky effect that you, that, and you kind of didn't really know, you just felt the eeriness. But the a lot of the success visually of the show um, was that we used to intercut video and these photographs and sort of seamlessly work them uh, together. So we had actual photographers who would work on the show. Um, 
we had, uh, you know, a couple of producers, Kathy Watson, Andrea DeBrito. They were people who would produce the photograph sort of unit. Again, the unit was like one person. But um, that was a huge sort of visual part of the show. So, you know, it was just one of those shows where we were like, let's just let's just mess around and try tricks. And what's scary? And we used to watch hundreds of, you know, horror movie trailers and kind of, you know, steal slash be inspired by fun jump scares and things that we can incorporate into the show. And again, at the time, people were doing some ghost hunter shows or they were doing some cheesy stuff, but no one was sort of doing what we were doing on on TV. So, you know, I think that's why so many people really liked it and, and, and remember it. Yeah, and continue to like it. And people tell me all the time that I always get emails from people saying, I, n- I heard about the show from you and it's so good. Mm. And um, I'm hearing people all the time that just discovered it. That's awesome. Kyle just discovered it. He just start, or he just started watching it. So, I mean, there's, a, no, there's I, an audience that wants it. They want more. I have, um, I have a 16-year-old daughter. She's in high school. And she says now that some of her friends talk about the show and they just discovered it, you know, on Hulu or Disney or whatever it is. So that I mean, that's the crazy thing about streaming, right? It used to be that a show was on, maybe it repeated a couple of times, and then that was it, right? I mean, it just it kind of went away until, you know, repeats. And now you can watch it and, you know, 10 different places. And so new audiences are finding, you know, this show and obviously lots of shows. So that's, that's been really fun and, and rewarding to, to see. Yeah. That's my daughter a little bit crazy when she <laughs> hears her friends <laughs> talking about my show, but you know, does she tell them like my dad's the one that does the whisper? It, no, <laughs> I don't know if she knows, you know, now I got to tell her, I don't want to freak her out. Like, you know, if she goes and, you know, Although she watches horror movies, so maybe she would think it would be, it would be cool. But yeah, that's that's one of my claims to fame: the the, the whisper. Seth, you have been so generous with your time. This has been a dream come true that I didn't even know I had. This is like the coolest thing. I didn't realize I was talking to the whisper. I didn't realize. (laughs) I mean, this is so great. Are there any other stories before you go that you would like to share about celebrity ghost stories? Oh my God. Um, Well, let me hear a a trivia question for you since you're, since you're a fan. Okay. Who is the only celebrity to have played themselves in the recreation? <gasps> oh. It only happened once. It was one of the more bizarre experiences of my life when he or she, I won't tell you yet, called and said, I will only do the show if I get to play myself in the recreation and I'll give you a little hint. And my two daughters have to be in the recreation. Oh my god! I don't know. I can't think of who that was. Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, wow! So, and yeah. how many times did she do it? Like, did the, she? So she only did the show once. Okay. But her story was. Um, it, it took place. It started when she was a small child and she got very sick on a trip with her mom in Mexico and she almost died. 
and these two little girl ghosts came to her while she was in the hospital. They were in Mexico City, but it was snowing, and the, these two little ghost girls were dancing around, and they, they sort of gave her the light and the, and the hope to come back to life because she was literally like hours from dying, Rebecca. Uh -huh. And then she realized many years later when she was with her children and she saw that her daughters in the same position that she saw these little girls, you know, many years earlier, she realized that her unborn children had come to her. Yes. When, when she was a child and had saved her life. And so, she, I mean, again, it was just such a bizarre thing. Like she wanted to do the show and we had never had anyone, you know, it's, it's hard enough to get celebrities to sit down, like to ask them to be in their recreations never seemed like anything that seemed, you know, that, that seemed even remotely possible. And, and here's Rebecca De Mornay. And again, like talking, you know, child of the eighties, you know, she was in risky business, right? I mean, she's like, I probably had her poster up on my wall when I was, you know, <laughs> 14, and now she want like I'm gonna get to direct her, and so she flew out. So we shot it on Long Island. She um, flew out with her daughters. She wanted her two daughters to be in it. Um, we spent, you know, usually we shoot the recreations for these stories in like literally in like five six hours. But because Rebecca was doing it, we dedicated like three full days to doing that one because we just really wanted it to be good. So that's one. Visually, like, I love it. It really feels like a mini movie. Go back and watch that one. It's okay, really, I have to. It's really good. And it's just, it's so surreal seeing someone like Rebecca De, Mor De Mornay in a, re in a recreation for, for our show. But she was, she was amazing. And it wasn't even like, I'm a big star, but I'm going to be in your, like, she just, she was just excited to do it. She loved to tell the story. I think she was just excited to get like kind of expose her daughters to the, you know, to, the, to, to like a mini version of the film world. And, and, and we did it. And, um, it was, that was a cool experience. Yeah. Well, it's so fascinating that the story involved them and yeah. Right. Wow. So that was, but when we do the celebrity ghost stories movie, we are going to have someone super famous playing themselves. That's the goal. Yes. So again, I'm, I'm trying to think of out. everyone that I've had that's been on there. And I know, okay, here's who I can think of off the top of my head. Because I had a lot more, when I first started the podcast, it was mainly me talking to celebrities about their ghost stories. And then it's more recently changed to just right. me having funny people on and we talk about ghosts. But I, it's still, I still, I love to have like a celebrity with a ghost story on. Um, but people that I've had, uh, you okay. had when, you had Wendy Wendy McClendon, McClendon? Covey, yes, right. I uh, loved her story. I love her so much. We yes, we got to talk about that, which was amazing. I've had Cassandra Peterson. Um, actually, amazing. I learned from her audiobook. It's pronounced Cassandra Peterson. Um, I've had Jay Rodriguez from. Mm. Um, Queer Eye for the yeah. Straight Guy. I've had God, so many. Bridget Marquardt. Um, right. Right. God. Was doing her podcast. You did her podcast? No, no. I said she's doing the podcast. I, oh, I, yeah. I imagine, I imagine that Celebrity Ghost Stories helped sort of inspire her. 
Oh, totally. She's all into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's been on the pod. I've been on hers. I love her. She's awesome. Um, I don't know. I've had so many people that have been on it, and I, I hope to have more. And, okay, now, here's my next pitch. When you bring the show back, if you want to do an after show or something like Ooh. that, sign me up because okay. I'm the mega fan over here. Um, Wait, I didn't ask you. I feel bad. Okay. Do you have a story? Oh Could you be God. on Celebrity Ghost Stories? I'm not a celebrity yet, but what? I mean, of course you're a celebrity. What would a celebrity mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People listen I, to you. You're I would. That would be the craziest dream come true scenario. Okay. We're gonna make it happen. Okay, and I will be the second celebrity to do their own recreation. Okay, great. And <laughs> and I will be wearing a wig as myself in the recreation. Yeah. <laughs> I won't use my own hair. Um, okay. I want to wear a wig. Uh, okay. Wait, you did other paranormal shows too, right? So we did like a, The Haunting of. Yes. Um, and another um, show that we did that I really loved, and it was sadly only one season. I feel like it's one of those shows that should be in season 10 right now. It was called School Spirits. Okay, about haunted and colleges and... Haunted colleges and mostly colleges, some high schools. That was on sci-fi, and then they sort of moved away a little bit um, from, uh, from the paranormal. But that's a, that's a good show. That was... And very scary. That one even, I think, takes the recreations and how scary they are to the next level. Um... And that's just a that's a good one. That one feels one step closer, I think, to a horror movie. Would you say from talking to so many people and hearing their stories, has it changed your beliefs at all on this stuff? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I would definitely think I'm in the I'm in the middle leaning towards believer. And I would say before I did these shows, I was somewhere between like total skeptic and maybe believer but but a- absolutely you know look I, I i'm one of those people where i you know i i want i want something to happen right in front of my face so that <laughs> i can i can say definitively but but i would say that i have heard i've watched and heard so many people you know you can't you like i said before you know when people are making something up and you know when they're believe it to their core, like when they're literally shaking. And I don't care like how good of an actor you are, but when you can see when you see someone shaking and their voice quivering because they're scared to say something, either because they're afraid to relive it or because they're afraid that they may be speaking directly to a spirit, which again, some people do believe when you see that over and over and over you you have to believe that there is there's something that is there's something out there i don't know what it is you know but mm-hmm. there is definitely something that is happening that i would love to learn more about but that's the fun of it we we can't we'll never know no or maybe we will i maybe i, hope I don't know not. i don't want to know because then it's not fun it's not mysterious it's just just stuff that happens like no i like to hear i like to get spooked um, yeah (laughs) and ponder what could that possibly be 
Well, Seth, this has just been an iconic day. Thank you so much for doing this. This is My the God, best Christmas this is present. Amazing. I um, want to keep talking to you. Can we do this like every... No, actually... Maybe I'll just call you late one night and whisper. Would that oh be creepy? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait. Or do my voicemail. Oh. You've reached Ross. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do that. I, I might need a little help from my from my sound designer, but but I could I could definitely do that for you. Definitely. Well, is there anything you want to tell the listeners where they can watch anything or anything else going on? Just, you know. Go look back, out! Look watch, out for celebrity you know, ghost stories. Watch the stories, like you know, j- post and comment, and let's just like let's get this back. Let's get it back on the air, and and um, that would be that would be so much fun because there's so many people out there that still have stories to tell. Oh yeah. Um, and I just like I started before. I just I I so appreciate your support of the show, and it makes me so so happy that that you have enjoyed it and that you've talked about it on on the podcast it's literally <laughs> like it it you've 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 made you've made my year you really have for us oh my god i'm so happy we met this is amazing yes. <laughs> thank you so much to seth what a magical experience that was getting to meet him and i hope we stay in touch This one we recorded over Zoom, and so I don't have a video version of it. I pretty much only have those if we do it in person. Um, So you cannot find a video version of it on YouTube. But next week, I have one in studio that I will be putting up on YouTube and all those other you know, recent in-person ones you can find on YouTube as well. Um, The link to that is in the description of this episode, as well as the Patreon, which has stuff from the past few years, nothing current at this very moment. I just stopped at the beginning of the year, but there's tons of stuff on there. If you want to hear more of me doing full-length podcasts and little videos from my life, and... um, Please subscribe to the show, follow it, rate it five stars, tell your friends, leave a nice five-star review telling me how much you love the show, or you could leave a ghost story in a five-star review, or you could send one to ghostedbyraws at gmail.com, also where you could send a listener episode submission Just put in the subject line, listener episode, and some bullet points of your stories. We also have a Facebook group. It's called Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. Great place to read, to, you know, write out some stories for me to read on the show. Because I do love reading those. So if you have the time, I always appreciate that. And um, follow me on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.